Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Next Woman Up podcast. We are here with a very exciting guest, Jen Matthews. She is the Vice President of Brand Strategy at FanDuel. Jen, then so, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, so we are recording this bright and early on a Tuesday morning, and we're going to talk about some fun stuff that FanDuel is going to be doing with Super Bowl, and we're super excited to hear all about that. But to start off, I want to talk generally a little bit about the betting world and what that environment looks like right now. Can you talk to us a little bit about the world of sports betting from your perspective of marketing and strategy? Oof, it's a loaded question. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So listen, sports betting has changed drastically in the past few years, right? I mean, there is just no one would have predicted it had been legal years ago, right? Now we're alive in 21 states and it's, it's fantastic. Um, I wish I could make any sort of prediction, but I, I can't. And if I if I could, I'd be very, very wealthy. But um, I feel like, you know, the thing with sports betting, which is so great, is like we're still all building it. Um, I'll be candid with you. That's one of the reasons why I love working in this in this space is as a marketer. Um, we're still figuring it out. Right. Like it's not like there's a perfect um, formula that works for what advertising works, what kind of marketing works, what social works, you know, like it's working, but we're all still tweaking it and making sure we're making it the best it can. And I think that's, what's fun about this category specifically is it's, it's just constantly changing and moving. And, you know, with every state, there's a different regulation. So you have to do different things for different states. And then it's not just like one big, you know, one thing that's a national product um, and you can kind of just blanket market it. So I think where it's going is, I mean, I think it's continuing to evolve at all sports. I mean, people are tuning in longer and um, people are more into games that maybe they may not have been in the past, including sports, right? There's certain sports that maybe you didn't care as much about, but now having, you know, some money on it helps. Um, and I think it's really, it's really added to the entertainment value, right? So much of like what this is, is entertainment, which I think is why it really appeals to all different types of people, right? It's not just sports fans. You know, it's a form of entertainment. And I think that's for me what's super exciting being involved in it because there's so much that we can do and so many people we can talk to um, just because we're adding to that experience. Absolutely. I like what you were saying there that there's a lot of room for what it sounds like creativity, depending mm -hmm. on what sport it might be or what state you're in or all these different things that you can do. Is there anything that you, I know you said you have a hard time predicting, but if there's anything maybe mm -hmm. that you're like very excited about the possibility of doing? What does that look like? I mean, I'll be honest, I'm really excited what we're doing this year for Super Bowl compared to what we did last year, right? Like we're evolving it. No one's done it. No one, you know, I mean, there's, there's, we're in a place where there are not many brands out there that could really galvanize the country behind one thing sure. um, and have a campaign that leads up to it. So for me as a marketer, it's so exciting because it touches all different parts of my group as well all different parts of FanDuel. Um, and it really has like everyone involved, which you don't always get um, with everything that you're doing, especially on the marketing side. Yeah. So great segue there. What are you guys doing for Super Bowl? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Kick of Destiny 2. So okay. Kick of Destiny 1 was last year. We had Rob Gronkowski, who's our partner, who's absolutely fantastic. Um, we went to him last year and said, hey, how would you feel about kicking a field goal on Super Bowl Sunday, um, not at the Super Bowl, but at the Super Bowl, right? Um, and being able to do it for FanDuel, and then we'd be able to give people, um, if they, you know, place a bet, they'd be able to um, get some bonus bets. And he was like, wait, but I don't, 
I don't kick, I catch, how is this going to work? And you could just start to see his mind. And he was like, all right, I can do this. I'm going to practice. I'm going to do this. So um, last year was awesome, except for the 20, I think it was like 40 mile an hour winds that literally whipped up like (laughs) 10 minutes before. I mean, it was straight out of a movie. Um, So unfortunately he missed it. Um, He now will say I missed it on purpose, but between you and I, he didn't miss it. Um, but anyway, he, uh, so this year we're like, okay, well, what can we do better? What did we learn? And and we learned a few things and we learned that last year we didn't allow people to pick whether he made or missed it. Um, and we really wanted to engage customers more. And then we also learned that, you know, candidly, it looks like a beautiful commercial and it looks like it was rigged a little bit. It looked like we had done it not live. Um, so this year we're really kind of like turning all of that around. So the first thing is, uh, we're actually, customers are allowed to choose whether he makes or misses it. If you choose the right side, then you're going to win, um, bonus bets, which I think is awesome. Um, we have over a million people have already done that, um, just in a few short weeks. So it's, it's pretty cool. People are really engaged in it. Um, and then the other point is we will be doing it live again at the Super Bowl. We'll be on the Vegas strip. Um, but we will do it with, fans. So there'll be a few hundred fans there. So people can actually see we're doing this. We will also film it very similarly to like a morning show doing something outside. Right. So it'll be a live broadcast. Um, so it won't feel like a commercial. It'll actually feel like, right. you know, cutting to a live, you know, live, uh, cut, um, Kay Adams, who is a uh, part of FanDuel TV, she yeah. will be there announcing it. Um, and yeah, and Gronk will kick the 25 yard field goal. And, um, as I spoke to him yesterday, he's definitely going to make it. He said, so, um, we're excited. And this year, what's even more fun is we like added the villain component to it. Um, uh, so given this is a sequel and given that like, (laughs) first off, who does sequels better than Carl Weathers as everybody knows, right. Especially from Rocky. So we have Carl Weathers in it this year. Um, he essentially is like talks Gronk into doing it. Like, come on, you missed it last year. Like pick your head up or go, we're kicking this. Um, and then we had wanted John Cena to do our commercial. And then Gronk was like, no, I want to do this. So it's essentially John Cena being like, hold up, you're getting rid of me for this guy again. Like you're really going to put money on this guy again. So, um, John Cena really wants him to miss, which is really fun. And there's just a lot of that, you know, back and forth throughout the campaign, which started a few weeks ago. It'll go all the way through the Super Bowl Sunday, uh, where we'll be kicking it live between the coin toss and the national anthem. So it'll be right before the game. Very and then with the Super Bowl itself, we'll actually have a spot that celebrates whether he made it or missed it. Um, okay. Because to be honest, people are going to celebrate both, right? Because people have actually picked that he missed it. Yeah. Or made it. So it's not just like a one track thing. So um, this year, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, he's been practicing a ton, so I know he's ready for it. Um, but yeah, it's a... Uh, we really looked at like what customers wanted and, and where we thought we can evolve this. And that was really what we kind of how we made these tweaks this year. Yeah. Uh, specifically, were there any like metrics that you use to determine what the fan might want? Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily metrics, but it's insights, right? We do a lot and and we listen, we look at all the social that came through. I mean, we were number one uh, in social that day, which was amazing. We weren't even in the game. Right. So um, <laughs> but we look at comments, we look at, we did data, right. We, we get people to watch the spots and tell us what do they think. And that's kind of what we heard. And, you know, we took some time to digest it. And then when we started talking about this, you know, last summer, it was like, okay, what, what should we do? We, we, and we didn't go into it saying we're definitely going to do this sequel. Um, Cause I think there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. Sure. And we were really cognizant of that too, you know? 
Yeah, definitely. So big question. Do you think <laughs> yeah. he's going to make it or miss it? Oh man. I've been <laughs> asked this a few times. Um, here's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> I listen, he is an elite athlete. So I yes. deeply think he will make it. If I was able to pick make or miss, if you look at the, where the lines are going, more people <laughs> think he's going to make it. So I probably would pick miss because I'd get a better payout. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, in general, it's, uh, I mean, I'd be shocked if he missed it just because how dedicated he is to this. Yes. I don't even know what the weather is going to be. I started to look yesterday. It looks like it's going to be cold, which also has something to do with it. Like wind. I mean, as we saw last year, it all kind of took over. So right. Sweet. I'll have a better idea. Okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Obviously very fun. And Gronk is a great personality. Yeah. I spent some time around him when I was in Tampa. So, yeah. so yeah. great awesome. fun and a really good person to have this partnership yes. with, I think. So that's awesome. Is yeah. there anything else that like fans should be looking out for as we approach the Super Bowl from FanDuel? Um, anything that like you want to call out that people should be paying? Yeah, for? I mean, listen, like we have our great offer, you know, um, that will we have now our playoff offer, we have our Super Bowl offer. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and we have prop bets, which we know people love prop bets. I think we have over 200 of them, like it's fascinating. We have wonderful stuff within our product. Our product has evolved over the years with uh, adding different parts. Uh, we call an explore tab, which kind of breaks down exactly what type of, what is the money line, right? We know that Super Bowl Sunday, we have a lot of people coming in who may have never bet before, right? It's a much more of an entertainment. So we've le really leaned into the education uh, part of it of like, there's videos you can watch. There's this tab, like I said, there's different places you can interact with our brand and learn how to bet. Um, cause I do know it is embarrassing sometimes to be like, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I think that's what, <clears throat> that's what mobile betting does for you is it allows you to do this on your phone, right? Like, <clears throat> excuse me, years ago, maybe sitting around a room and like, everyone's calling their bookie and trying to figure it out. <laughs> and if you don't know what they're talking about, you kind of like, you know, move to the back of the room. And I think that's, what's nice about, you know, Fandle obviously, and some others who are able to give people that experience to do it on their own time, right. And figure it out for themselves. And when they're comfortable, um, and really just kind of make that experience better, um, Absolutely. and allow you to learn. Cause at the end of the day, like we don't, we want you to do it smart. We have a bunch of, uh, responsible gaming tools, which we're really, really, um, bullish on and really make sure people know about, because we don't want you to go into a bad place. Um, but I think even just learning how to do it the right way and understand what each thing does, like, it's not like we're trying to trick you, right? We're trying to really right. make you enjoy your experience, right? And then that's that's the best thing. Our product, at the end of the day, product wins. Um, and our product is an amazing experience. And that's what we really hang our hats on. Yeah, that's great. I think that is a great feature that you were talking about, especially because the market is saturated at this point. There's a lot of different companies that you can go with, but I think education is a really good point. And that's how you keep people from, like you said, getting in trouble in terms of the gambling space. Um, in, ter in terms of it, the Super Bowl being in Vegas, it's the gambling mm -hmm. capital of the world. Does that affect <laughs> what you guys are doing at all? No, no, it doesn't. Um, I mean, uh, you know, it's a gambling capital for other things too, right? There's a lot of casino, which yeah. and we always have a casino product, but no, I mean, our experience is the experience of the Super Bowl and getting people. And when you think about it, how many people are actually in Vegas versus how many millions of people are at home? Absolutely. So when you look at like the that breakout, it's it's it doesn't really necessarily matter where it is, right? Um, but it's more making sure that we're like touching people they want to be touched the way they want to be touched through social media, through our 
marketing communications through all press, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we're really cognizant about how we talk to our customers, especially in the next uh, two weeks. Yeah, absolutely. So looking forward from yeah. your perspective, which athlete or company would be Fandle's dream partner and what would that collaboration look like for you? Oof. Um, I don't know if we can get much better than Gronk and <laughs> Carl and John. I mean, this was, and now we have Kay. I mean, this was a, this was an amazing group of guys. I mean, this is um, top shelf professional, really all enjoyed each other's company, like really got along on set, got into the narrative. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I really can get better than this, to be honest. If you could do like a feature like this in another sport, what would that look like? Cause I know football oh. is, you know, they, football yeah. gets the most eyes, football gets the most attention, but there's yeah. also, you know, so many other exciting things out yeah. there. NBA does just as well, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, I think that's, what's fun is like, when we look at our briefing and we work with our agency and we look at our marketing, it's not like, here's an idea, how are we going to fit it in? It's thinking about the sport, thinking about what are our commercial goals, thinking about um, what do we know customers want, the timing, you know, there's just so much that goes into it that it's so specific per sport. I mean, in the last year, we did an amazing thing with um, Charles Barkley around NBA finals and playoffs. And we did a deep fake, which like made him look like himself, you know, years ago. And like that wouldn't have necessarily worked in a Super Bowl commercial. Right. Yeah. So we really kind of um, pinpoint and make sure it, it, it make, you know, it makes sense for that. We did the same with the Kentucky Derby last year. We did a great spot. We had a horse in it. That wouldn't make sense in other spots. Right. So sure. I think when we look at marketing, like we're really smart about not like just find an idea and figure it out. It's like, what is the idea that's going to hit all these KPIs um, and feel authentic to, to fans? Because at the end yeah. of the day, if it doesn't feel authentic. I mean, it kind of, it's, it's lost, you know? Sure. And I want to kind of pivot a bit to talking about women's sports and how betting kind of yeah. fits into that space and maybe the female demographic a little bit. What has FanDuel been doing in that area? Do you think, I mean, obviously there's a lot of room for growth yeah. there being that it is like a male dominated market. Um, what have you guys been doing in that space and where do you think it can yeah. go? Um, it kind of isn't. So I, I always find this interesting. Most people think women only bet on women's sports and as a former athlete and sports fan myself, that's not the truth. Sure. Um, and we're seeing that with our data too. We actually, women for the most part bet mostly on NFL and NBA. Um, it's very star led leagues. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, but in general, we don't market to women versus marketing to men, right? We market to sports fans or people who want this sort of entertainment. And we're seeing tremendous growth on the woman's side. Um, I don't know off the top of my head exact numbers, but last year alone, like it was a huge jump. I mean, look at last year's um, finals, women's basketball, college basketball, right? I mean, like ESPN had the best numbers they've had in, in forever. And we saw that too, you know, when you have like, great personalities and people who are also galvanizing their sport. It helps, helps the sports betting, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, listen, do we see more women lean into ed education tools? Of course we do. Um, but that's what they're there for. Right. So it's not like we're looking to talk at people. Um, in, in fact, you know, I think that's, what's fun about kick of destiny is like, it appeals to everyone. You don't necessarily have to sure. know football to choose if he's going to make or miss it. Um, so I think we're really smart about how we do all that stuff too. Yeah, that's a great point. I think in general, like you were saying, there is a lot of momentum behind women's sports at this time, whether it's the athletes, whether it's the game itself. And I think mm -hmm. it's like a very exciting time in general. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Um, a little bit 
more about you and who you are. Um, we've had the chance to talk in the past and um, you're very connected with WISE, which is women in sports and events. And I remember and we were able to meet at an event there. It's a very important organization to me as I've started out in my career. What does WISE mean to you and why is it important to have organizations like WISE? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, I've been in this space for, for a long time now and there's been certain things that have worked and certain things that haven't worked. Um, Wise is one of them that I will always hold dear to myself. Um, and part of that is I think it was probably over 15 years ago, I met my mentor there and she's still my mentor. Um, and it's just something that I've, I've grown with. Um, I recognize it's nice to be in a space with people that are like-minded, that work in the similar industry, you know, some, sometimes face similar um similar issues, but also similar like excitements, right? And things that you're you're able to celebrate, which I think is a lot of fun. Um, listen, I work for a company who has a woman as a CEO. Like, I mean, how lucky am I? Amy is incredible. Um, she leads as a true leader. Um, and I think that's also what WISE is so much about. And I think that's kind of, you know, for me, like there's so much parallel there. Um, and that's why I like, and I like to give back because I feel like WISE has given me a lot over the years. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's important to grow with people. Like there are plenty of people I started off in Wise with years ago, twenty something years ago, who are still in it together, right? And we're still growing together. And it's like, oh, how are you doing? You know, and there's there's just that. I mean, you need support. Um, and I feel like Wise does a great job also of having that support for you. And you know, we've all been through good times and bad throughout working in this industry. And um, it's just it's fun to see people happy for you, excited for you, but also like being able to help. Right. And I think that's what you were saying. Like when we met, um, it was so much of me trying to give back to what wise has given to me. Um, and I do truly believe that, that you have to do that. Right. I mean, people have given back to us, right. Which is why, like, I've been able to grow and continue to grow. And I, I would love to keep doing that to others. Yeah. Well, I completely agree. It's been a great experience for me in the time I've been in and, and obviously appreciate all that you've done to give back and, yes. and, you know, of course, being on the show with me today. So um, before we wrap up, I know that you've had some experience as being like a guest lecturer at college classes. Is there any specific advice that you would give to college students starting out in their sports career? Sure. Yeah. Um so yeah, so I've been I've been really lucky. I've been able to talk at a few universities around the country. And um, you know, one of the things I didn't study sports marketing, I didn't have that when I was at school. I studied marketing and management. But having someone first like hear experiences, I always found um beneficial. Okay. And I think that as I was growing up in my career and asking questions was really what kind of like helped get me here. Um, because you don't know everything, even though you think you know everything, you really don't know everything. So um, one of the things I always I always tell everyone is like, find out what you love, right? Sports is something, it's, it's very different, right? Like you're a sports fan, you most people love sports, but why are you different? Like, how are you gonna get that job? And I always say like, I love marketing. I worked in sports. I went to politics. I came back to sports because I love marketing, right? And it allowed me to grow my marketing career and learn um, so that's like the one thing I always say is like, you want to have, I want to see that you have passion for the role, not necessarily for the brand. Obviously we want someone here who loves the brand as well, but like I can teach you the brand, right? I can teach you our strategies, like all those things. I want to see that you love marketing or you love finance or you love data or whatever it is. There has to be a passion for what you do because you can do it anywhere. 
Right. I think when you show that passion, that's when you get hired by the places that you want to be hired by, right? And you don't have to start in sports day one. Like you can evolve into sports or, you know, listen, most people think you have to work in sports, you have to work for a team. I've never worked for a team. So there's something to be said for that. And I think there's also something to be said for the fact that, you know, everyone touches sports now. Banks, right? VC for, I mean, things you never thought. So it's like, you don't have to go, you know, a certain route. Like you can go around about, you can figure, you can sure. be, listen, look at Barclays Center is even Barclays Center after a bank, right? Like that, who would have thought that how many years ago? So I think like there's other ways you can think about getting into sports and it doesn't have to be, you know, front office kind of thing, you know? So being smart about it and figuring out like where your career, like what you love, because you want to learn that the best you can so that you can bring it someplace that you're beneficial. And if you don't have that, you're not helping anybody, right? And people see that when they're interviewing, especially. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that with us. I think that is yeah. a, a great point and I think a good lesson to everyone. Um, this is the time to tell everyone what they should be looking for. Anything else you want to add um, that people should be looking out for as Super Bowl comes around? Well, if you're 21 plus, you should be on FanDuel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should be downloading it and playing it. Um, but anyone, um, you can go on and you can do our, um, like I said, make a pick, whether Gronk makes or misses it, go on the app. It's right there. Um, or, you know, you can go to fanduel.com backslash kick a destiny. Um, and it's fun. I mean, I think it's just like, have, have that sense of like, you know, even in States that, you know, we're not lot, like it, you can just still make or miss. And I think it's, um, It'll be fun for Super Bowl Sunday, especially before the game even kicks off. We would like to say it's the kick before the kick. Um, and like, there's still something to be excited about, right? Like as you're like getting your dips ready and your wings and all the things, like you already could be a part of something. So I would I would definitely have everyone who can go on and, and make that choice and um, just interact with our brand that day. I mean, even like social, you know, and, and I'll be honest, that week we'll, we'll be on set, we'll be practicing. So we'll definitely have some stuff to show everybody and, just to stay close to it. Cause it's, it's been a fun ride. And I, I think the next two weeks are going to be even better. Well, everyone will certainly be watching it at my Super Bowl party. And I wish I could get some of that practice tape so that way I can <laughs> my pick a little bit more accurately, but <laughs> we'll see. But thank you so much, Jen. This has been awesome. Really appreciate you coming on the show. You guys know where to find us next one up podcast on TikTok, Instagram, and X next one up pod at gmail.com. Thanks so much again, Jen. Thanks, Carly.